Yo, yo, what's good, y'all? This is Von Luciano here with the Von Talks Podcast. Now, today, which I'm recording this podcast is December 30th, 2019. Now, this is the last Monday of the decade. Um, today, we're going to be talking about my military experience. I'm not going to go into super deep detail because I don't want to drag this episode out too long. You know, maybe 30, 45 minutes, you know what I'm saying? Just give y'all the gist of what I went through in my military career, you know what I mean, over the past five years. Because as y'all know, I just got out, of, got out of the Army back in October, like October 13th or the 15th or something like that, one of those days. But, you know, I just recently got out. And then I think I'll be doing another episode about, you know, life after the military. And, you know, but this is something new, you know what I'm saying? I'll be doing something like this every now and then, you know, to shine something new. I'm still going to have uh, Legend with Luciano, you know, my, uh, you know, my food segment of the podcast. going to be doing more. Um, I'm going to be doing some food vlogs and things of that nature. Um, y'all can also follow this podcast or, or listen to this podcast on Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Anchor, of course, Spotify, um, iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, you know, and our other major platforms. So make sure y'all go ahead and get on Apple Get on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and rate this podcast five stars to help me grow. You feel me? And I would much appreciate the support. Um, shout out to all the new listeners and the old listeners. Like I said, I appreciate all the support. So, also, oh yeah, also follow me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore Flex a Lot One. Follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Mr. Underscore Flex a Lot. My IG, Von underscore Luciano. Tell a friend to tell a friend about this podcast. Now, enough for the promotion. Let's go ahead and get into the show. Now, the first thing I want to talk about the military is getting ready for it. So, you know, I guess I'd be giving a little bit of advice as I go along. So, the first thing, you know, if you do decide to join the military, it doesn't matter what branch, um, make sure that you work out because you will get the basic training and you're going to be super out of shape. Out of shape like a motherfucker. I was out of shape. You know what I'm saying? And I was real skinny, but I was still out of shape. Like, I had stopped playing basketball. I moved out of Florida, moved to Georgia. That's where I had enlisted from and things like that. So I wasn't really doing anything productive or proactive when I moved because I didn't know anyone, For first of all. And, you know, from the, the area that I was in, it wasn't really much for me to do. So make sure that you work out before you go ahead and get the basic you know, uh, excuse me, before you go to MEPS, things like that, you know, get yourself somewhat prepared for basic training. Basic training is going to whoop your ass. I'm just letting y'all know that right now. Um, but before we get into that, right, so before you go into the military, things like that, you know, you got to take the ASVAB test. I don't know what ASVAB stands for, so please don't even worry about it. You know, just go ahead and Google it. It's A-S-V-A-B as in boy, right? So I, as, far, as far as the ASVAB test, I failed it three times, right? I felt it. No, I felt it twice. I felt it two times. I passed it the third time. You know how they say the third time is a charm. Um, I, the lowest score you're supposed to pass with is a 31. I passed with a 31. Now y'all might be like, "Damn, this nigga, he dumb as hell." Like, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not stupid. I'm not dumb or anything like that. It's just the test was kind of hard, and I was out of school for a while for like a year and some change. Like, it's it's been a minute. You know what I'm saying? So it was just kind of hard for me, like. No, actually, no, it, it was almost a year because I left May 27th and I graduated. I mean, I left May 27th, 2014, and I graduated June of 2013, so it was almost a year. But 
um, yeah, so, you know, it, it was kind of hard for me, you know what I'm saying, like, some people might think it's easy, but just let y'all know, the highest, the higher the score y'all get, the more choices you have as far as what MOS you want, and by MOS, I mean a job, um, you know, when you, and then after that, you know, you get a test or whatever, you get a ship date, you know, you go through maps and things like that. And at the maps, that's a place where they take your, where they take all your information. They, they do uh, a physical exam. Um, or say they, they, yeah, they give you a physical, they check out if everything's okay and things like that. See if you're eligible to go ahead and to go on. Now they're going to ask y'all some questions about, Oh, is anything wrong? Do you have any injuries? You know, I mean, you could tell them no, if you want, but if you did, you know, you could tell them, yeah, and they might be like, okay, you might need a waiver and things like that. And, you know, it's, it's just, uh, it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I told them I didn't have no injury. Like I had hurt my knee or whatever. And, you know, well, it had healed up, but it was actually like past injuries. And like, I didn't really hurt it to what like, it, well, like strings, but like, I kind of like, I pulled up, I strained myself, like, I strained my knee, but, like, it was okay after that, like, it wasn't nothing crazy, but, like, if you tore your MCL or something like that, you can lie and tell them, like, you don't know what happened, or you don't know what went on, but, you know, it, it, it's up to your discretion, that's all I gotta say, um, so from MEPS, you move on to basic training, basic training is where, you know, you learn how to shoot, you learn tactical movements, so to speak, you know, you meet some good people, um, it's gotten a little softer now. Basic training has gotten a little softer from 2014 to now, and it's going to continue to be that be that way year in and year out. It's going to be a little more soft. I mean, you know, it's going to be more soft, more uh, let me say, babyfied. You know, for lack of a better word, you feel me. So it's like, you know, they they the drill sergeants there are kind of there to babysit pretty much they not really they can't really train you like they want to they gotta babysit because everybody want to cry or it's too much or stressful and, you know certain things or certain words can get a certain drill sergeant in trouble and shit and people use it to their advantage and these are the type of people that we have in the army today you know which is one of the reasons why i got out you know everybody was just pussy you feel me like i just couldn't and that's just as simple as that like a lot of a lot of people are just Ugh, I don't even want to get into that because that's not what we're talking about today. That's for another, another, um, probably for another episode. Um, you know, so yeah, back at basic training, you know, you learn how to do all types of stuff. You know, a lot of things is, is new. You know, you got to pass your PT test, which they changing it next year, I believe. It's gonna, the new PT test, I forgot what it's called, but going to be implemented next year october it was like a series of events which the pizza test that i was always taking is three three events you feel me you got the push-ups the sit-ups and the two mile run and depending on your age on your age bracket that's how fast you got to run so if you're like between the ages of 18 and 21 you got to run a uh what's it what's the what's the high, what's the max you got to run it's like a 15 or some shit like that and then be between the ages of 22 and 25 you have to run like a 16 and like for a lot of people too like the run is the main issue for a lot of folks you know what i'm saying like that's the main cause of a lot of people failing and things and stuff like that like it's a lot of people that's out of shape in the army as well i became one of them after a while and then i got back in shape got out of shape got back in shape like it's just a like a fluctuating of uh of um um staying physically fit you know what i mean and, 
it's sometimes it gets hard because you know you get stressed out about at work and stuff like that and you know sometimes you don't feel like doing anything like i was a cook in the army and i just did not want to do shit after like most days um some days i just didn't want to do nothing because this shit was stressful i'm at work for like a, a lot of days i'm at work 14 hours a day from uh let me see, 5 or 5.30 in the morning all the way until 7, 7.30 at night. One time I was there from, what was it, 4.30? Or, no, I was there from 5, right? All the way until like then at 10 o'clock at night. Oh, my God. That was at my first duty station. I'll never forget that day. It was crazy. The kitchen had to get cleaned, and nobody wanted to clean. The people were taking too long, and the NCO got upset. It was crazy. His name was, his name was Sarn Ackley. I remember that shit. Like, it was Cool dude, cool ass dude, cool ass dude. Never sound acting. That, that shit. He was cool, but he made us work for that day, that or that night rather, that whole day. You know what I'm saying? You go in when the sun is down, you you leave and the sun is down. Like that shit crazy. You go in at nighttime, leave at nighttime. That's some day. You know what I'm saying? You don't sound like that all the time. The worst time though is when you in the field. Like sometimes it, it fluctuates between you want to be in the defect more or the field more, but it depends. You know what I'm saying? So like sometimes I'll be I would rather be in the field more just so I don't have to deal with the defect shit. Cause sometimes that shit is stressful and it's strenuous and it's like is it every extra? And a lot of people do a lot of things that they don't that they don't be need that they don't need to be doing or or people not doing nothing at all. You know what I'm saying? So you know it, that that job fucking sucks. So. I went on a little tangent, but let's get back to it, right? So after basic training, you go to AIT. AIT is pretty much where you learn your job. Some some people, some people's uh, course is fucking eight weeks. Some is a year and a half. Some is 16 weeks, 21 weeks, like a year, two years. I think it's when it's like two years. Or was it just a year and a half? I forget, but yeah, man. So, it, it, but mine was eight weeks so it wasn't that long i was there from like august to october or some shit like that so it wasn't that long um i had fun ait was fun you know what i'm saying you just you meet a lot of new people and stuff like that like i still uh i still keep in contact with a few people that i met from ait and basic training for that matter just just a few a slight few um it's one in particular and i'll tell you about that in a minute but it's one it's one person in particular me and him eventually became like brothers or whatever over time but um yeah yeah is fun it's pretty much just advanced individual training that's what you learn like pretty much just learn about the job that you in and you go to the learn you don't really learn shit to be honest with you when you you learn everything from going to your first duty station at least that's how it was for me everybody's military experience is different just to let y'all know but my experience i didn't learn shit until i got to my first duty station that's where i learned everything on how everything works how to feel going all that shit event uh ait is pretty much just a waste of time you just uh fucking goof off and shit like that uh they have drill sergeant ait now they, they i didn't have those when i was there thank god it was a drill sergeant um basic you know they they brought the drill sergeants back to ait you know because they said that it's to keep the soldiers disciplined. But as soon as the soldiers leave from AIT and get to their first duty station, they act a fucking fool. They act the ass. Like, it's ridiculous, you know? So it's kind of like, you don't really know what to do. You know, you just you just go with the flow of things, you know? But I had fun at AIT. <clears throat> you get aggravated a lot, too, because you are around, like, the same amount of people. Like, from eight, like from basic, you're around the same people 
all for like what's it three months i think you're around the same people all day every day and then you go to ait it's the same thing like it's a different group but, but you still in this with the same people all day every day you do the same shit all day every day you know which is nothing wrong with that because you know exactly what you're doing day in and day out but it's like damn can we get a change of scenery or something like you know but you there to learn but you don't really learn shit like i said but hey and i was actually there trying to learn some shit but i seen that it was just it was a joke excuse me get to my first duty station right so my first duty station i'm in fort drum new york you know what i'm saying it's cold as hell or at least it was getting cold when i was getting there because it was october or whatever so it was pretty cold when i got off the plane you know what i'm saying so it's like you know oh i just want to throw this out there me joining the military was not the first time i got on the plane my first time being on the plane was me flying from chicago to florida and just because i'm originally from chicago just so i also know that as well in case y'all didn't know um yeah man so my first duty station i had fun that's why i met the dude i was talking about earlier my boy maybe you know what i'm saying me and him like brothers we cool as hell he like two years older than me I mean, he got that man got a baby he married and shit now like you know what i'm saying he cool but and i said me and him uh, like i seen him at ait before i never really got a chance to talk to him like that but then once we got the ait we kind of noticed each other like you know what I'm saying? we was like damn like because me and him was having a conversation and we was like oh I knew he looked familiar. You was in such and such platoon. You feel me? And he was like, yeah. And then after that, shit, took, it took really no time to really get used, like used, what the fuck, to get used to each other and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I was like, okay, like my brother and shit, you feel me? Like we hung out all the time, you know what I'm saying? I was like, and I still keep in contact with him and shit. Um, let me see. And then, you know, that's why I learned when I, I really learn how to real the big army works y'all gonna hear that term if y'all decide to go to the army or whatever the big army and shit or the real army or whatever the fucking term they use just pretty much saying like oh this this is a joke but when you get to the real shit then that's where everything is like and it's really not like that either it's so much it's way more chill than AIT and basic training at least that's how it was for me when I was in my first duty station. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was real, like, real true. I had some real good leadership. That's another thing I want to talk about, too, is leadership. And I guess I hit on that while I'm, since I already hit on, like, I guess I hit on that since I already brought it up. Right? So, leadership. I had good leadership. You know, it's one NCO that I thought was fucking just extra as hell. She was, like, just doing too much, but she... I learned in the long run that she actually cared, you know what I'm saying? I took that leadership, that that um, that figure for granted, you know what I mean? And because she knew her shit, like she knew the books, like she was about a book, but she also knew how to like twist some shit, you feel me? Like she used to look out for a motherfucking man and, you know, I do appreciate that. And if she ever hit this podcast, I just want you to know that I appreciate it. Um... Should know who I'm talking about. So, you know, like I said, good leadership. You know, I thought it was toxic at first, but, and I thought Fort Drum was the worst place ever until I went to Fort Stewart, but I'll talk about that in a few more minutes because that shit was ass. Garbage truck, garbage truck juice. When I, let me listen. That, oh, man. <laughs> uh, Fort Stewart. Uh, man, let me tell you. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, my first duty station, it was pretty cool. It was chill. It was just cold as fuck, man. I was definitely one of the worst winners 
ever. It was like negative 37 degrees. It was just horrible. It was bad. Like far as the winter months. Because it's really only like two seasons though. Because it starts snowing in like September, October. And then the snow. Then it gets cold as fuck from December. It gets extremely cold from December to February. And then the, the snow don't start melting until like March. And, and going into May. And then June. You might see a little snow on the ground. But once June comes, it's beautiful outside. It's Oh man, it looks gorgeous. But <clears throat> aside from it looking gorgeous, it's only June, July, August, maybe you're still get a little chilly, and then you right back into in, into September for real. You really, it's really like two two seasons. It's just winter, summer. You got a little bit of fall. Ain't no spring. That shit is dead. It's strictly winter, summer, kind of, sort of, couple weeks of fall. Oh man. It's bad, yo. It's bad. But, yeah, you know. That's just how it is. Hold on. Take a sip of this water real quick. Talk for 16 minutes. Excuse me. 17, my bad. So, yeah, man. First deployment. You know, I'm fast forward now. Going to my first deployment. Went to Afghanistan. I'm in problems with Afghanistan. And uh great experience. It's more like it's 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 claimed more forest land than than a desert than desert land. And the mountains over there looks beautiful. I remember I was in a helicopter and I was flying over the mountains and shit and I seen all the cars and all the little people that was down there. And oh man, it just the, the scenery was beautiful over there, I'm not gonna lie. Um but before I did before I did go to Afghanistan though, I went to I stopped in Kuwait. I was there for like a week, I think. I forgot how long I was there. Excuse me, I forgot how long I was there, but I was there for like a week and a half, maybe. I don't know. But it was hot as fuck. It was 120 degrees with 100% humidity. Oh my God. That was the worst. But it was like close to the ocean and shit. And it was so hot. It was so hot. Like, it, I, they had midnight child, meaning like you can go get food at midnight. Midnight, one, one to like one in the morning is hot as fuck. It's hot as hell at one in the morning. I'm sweating. You go to the porta potties. Hopefully, you ain't got to take a long. I mean, you feel me? But because if you do, it's gonna turn into a straight sauna. You gonna sweat out and you gonna sweat in your clothes. And it's like I go take a shower, right? And I'm sweating in the shower. I'm like, yo, this is ridiculous. Like this. It's real, it's real over there, yo. Like, it's extremely hot over there. Like, no exaggeration. It's extremely hot. Um, then, you know, going to Afghanistan, I learned how to, I learned how to work, you know. Um, like, I really, I already had good work ethic, but I, but I believe my work ethic boosted once I got to Hemet Province, Afghanistan. You feel me? Um, the, the experience was different. Like I said, it looked, the scenery was beautiful. Now, we did get attacked a few times, and I'm not gonna lie, you know what I'm saying, just mortars and shit, it wasn't nothing crazy, like, they came on to our shit and just was shooting at us, nah, they had, like, mortars, and, you know, it didn't hit us, but we had the Afghan army outside of our shit, so, you know, we had them before they can get to us, if it was to get that, that crazy, you feel me? Um, I remember one of my homies, man, he had got shot, 
but it wasn't by the enemy. It was on our base. It was a negligent discharge. So somebody, apparently this is what happened. This is back in 2016, by the way. I was deployed from February to September 15th, three days before my birthday, for seven months. It was supposed to be for nine, but but the battalion went to get in sync with the brigade, and we had to leave two months early. But, you know, I didn't mind that. It was all good. But, um, yeah, man, one of my homeboys had got shot. That shit was scary. I like, I'm, so I'm at the gate, like, you know what I'm saying? Um, pulling guard at the gate at the time. And then this thing, I know they say, oh, we got to shut all this shit down. Woo, woo, woo. My homeboy got shot. Apparently, it was cleaning weapons in their room, and it was loaded for some weird reason. The shots just went off. It hit my homeboy in the chest twice, and he caught one in the leg. Somebody almost got hit in the head, like, it's getting them. Oh man, that shit was crazy. The medic said it was just like blood everywhere. Like it was just so much. Like it was crazy. Like they had the helicopter that man out of there and get him over to the United States quick. You know what I'm saying? Once they got him stabilized and shit. But yeah, we had to do a blackout. We had to shut off all our phones and put them in a plastic Ziploc bag. And it held our phones for a while until it wasn't for the whole day. It was for about three four hours maybe and they gave us our shit back but other than that though after that it was just it calmed down you know it calmed down a lot um it was cool being over there for ramadan i know they got this shit called ramadan and you know i guess at the end of it they the african army they started shooting up in the air and they had tracer rounds you could see that shit like just flying in the air whatever that shit was crazy Look cool as hell. I was like, damn. It was like at like eight at night. Probably later than that. Everybody outside watching this shit like it was fireworks and shit. That shit was cool as hell. And then for the fourth of July, you know they you know they did they did something big, you know, they were shooting off mortar rounds and shit. And and it was nice. You could hear that big explosions and then on Saturday, uh, not Saturdays, Fridays. Fridays was like our was like our uh I forgot what I forgot what we called it. But they called it something. We had like downtime, so like by like one or thirteen hundred, um, or two, they, or what was it about three, something like that. It was like one, two, or three. Between those three times, is you know we stopped working. You know we were just chilling for the rest of the day. We had little events and shit, and you know we tried to make the best out of what we could. You feel me? Um, it was fun. It was like a little vacation. You know what I mean? It was. Yeah, it was a vacation. A vacation away from the United States. A vacation away from what I was used to. And I really enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. If When I was in and they told me, hey, y'all, you got to deploy or whatever. And I was, and I was still in. I was like, shit, fuck it. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, it was like for me, my experience was chill. But I don't. But at the same time, it's not like I volunteered. If they was like, okay, y'all have to go. Yeah. Alright, whatever. It's whatever, because I know what that's like. But if they talking about volunteers, hell no, nah, I'm not volunteering for that shit. Oh no. Because there's too much shit I gotta do over here anyway. I gotta get to this money to shut up that cheese, man. I gotta get to that bag. You feel me? Um So yeah, but I was in shape. I started I was getting in shape over there. I started eating more healthier, like or not you know, I was eating healthier and shit like that. Like I cut out all the fried foods, I cut out the cookies. The cakes, um, brownies, whatever they had that was like fried or whatever, I cut all that out and I was just 
eating a lot of spaghetti, like a lot of pasta. And, you know, they had Taco Tuesday every Tuesday because we had a general that demanded Taco Tuesday. And they did exactly that, gave Taco Tuesday because we wasn't cooking over there. Thank God. We was just us. Um, we had um, contractors. No. Made our job so much easier. I was because I didn't cook over there. I had, I was able to learn other skills. Like I learned how to drive a forklift. I learned how to build certain shit. You know what I'm saying? We had to build things. We had a civilian mechanics coming over there, so we had to build shit for them. I had to go out the wire, go get shit. Like I was able to do other things than cook, which is amazing. Cause I, I didn't honestly, I did not like to cook in the army. Like I had a, a a passion for cooking at one point when I was like before the army, but after I joined and I seen how all that shit was, my passion for cooking kind of depleted because I just wasn't into it. My heart wasn't into it anymore. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I just didn't feel like doing that shit. It just got too much. But I feel that passion coming back. The last time I cooked was on stream. That was a month ago. I, was, I had made some lasagna. My girl said it was fire. Her mama said it was fire. I thought it was good. Shit. Um, that was it. You know, that was all who had tasted it. Um, I thought this shit was good. I'm gonna make some spaghetti next. I don't know what my next stream is gonna be because I'm just trying to get to this money right now, man, and get some dollars in my pocket. But other than that, you know, it, it was it, it was good. So yeah, you know. Because I didn't cook, I had learned all different types of skills and shit like that, man. Um, which was great. So, fast forward. I, I've traveled to a different, couple different fobs and shit. Once I left the first fob that I was on, I went to uh, Bagram. Yo, it was so chill. I didn't have to deal with nobody. I have to answer to nobody. I mean, I kind of did, but I didn't. Because me and the NCO that I was with, we was pretty cool. Like, we had a rough start in that first. But after we sat down and talked like men... Then, you know, it was like, okay, I understand where you're coming from, bro. You feel me? And vice versa, you know what I'm saying? So we kind of had an understanding of how of how each other worked because I was more laid back and chill, just going with the flow type shit. But I knew how to do certain things. And then with him, he was so go, go, go. You know what I'm saying? So it was complete opposites that just did not attract whatsoever. Like, you know, but we talked, well, like I said, we sat down, we talked like men and it was smooth selling for that. And after that, we left Afghanistan, came back to America. I bought me a bottle of Hennessy like the next day, like that morning. I bought a few clothes because I had to, we had to pack up all our clothes before we leave to Afghanistan, before we deploy and shit like that. Well, uh, you know, so we had to pack up all like our room and all our clothes and stuff like that. It's up our main equipment that we're going to take over there. And <clears throat> after that, I mean, shit. Damn, I had lost my trade though. Goddamn. Well, so I'm gonna backtrack a little bit. My bad, y'all. I don't know what the hell. See, like I said, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to bore y'all or whatever because I, I tend to do that shit. But yeah, so I had to go buy a few clothes and stuff like that. Um, the money was nice. The money was real nice. So I was a PFC and my first paycheck was like 1500 I Oh my God. And then my taxes dropped the same day. Oh man, that was like the first paycheck I had seen when I was over there. Oh, boy, I thought I was rich as hell. <laughs> I thought I had money. But I'm like, how old was I? All right, 2014. I was 20, 2015, 21. So I was 22. So, yeah. I was tw- I was just turning 22 that year, actually. Like I said, it was three days before my birthday. So, yeah, man. So I was 21 the whole time I was over there, actually. But anyways, yeah. Shit was nice. 
I mean, like I said, I came back, bought a bottle of Hennessy, got a couple clothes. I had to wait for my for my household goods to get back so I could play my game. And oh man, it was nice. Actually, I didn't even have a game. I got back. Wait, did I? Uh, no, yeah, I, I think I had got back and my girl had bought me an Xbox, the Xbox One S for Christmas. Yeah, that's what it was. I wanted to get back, you know, and play my game and shit, man. I was chilling with the homies and had a little money in my pocket, you know. Um, it was nice, man. Like I said, I I, I would have went back if they were like, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have no problem. So, next thing I want to talk about. I talked about toxic leadership already. Um, let me hit a little more on that. Like I said, so, I had good leadership, right? I had good leadership when I was in Fort Drum. But, once I got the Fort Stewart, that's, which was, I got the Fort Stewart August 9th of 2017. And I left earlier this year, October of this year so cause like I did five years in the army so with that being said the leadership I had at Fort Stewart was terrible like the first couple NCOs I, like they was decent you know they always had to look out but they was doing some shit they weren't supposed to and got in trouble and it was just a big fucking mess I'm not the beginning I'm not about to get into that because that wasn't my business you know what I'm saying if they did what they wanted to do they, they were grown you feel me um, but they looked out for us, you know. Now certain things that they did, they went the wrong. They went the wrong way about it, but they did look out for us sometimes. You feel me? It was it was nice, but it was stressful at the same time. But then they left, and then we got did we get new NCO? Oh yeah, we got new NCO. Then we had this other NCO right that was complaining and making shit up about the new one that we had got the new e, the, the new E six, which is now E seven. It was a couple NCOs complaining about her and lying and shit. And they got her moved, moved out of her position, man. And she was looking out for us, too, now. She was a little extra, I'm not going to lie. Well, she was cool as hell, but we had a couple people that did what they wanted to do. And got her up out of there, you know what I'm saying? And then it was just me. Then I became an NCO. And it was horrible. Horrible. We got these new soldiers. They were fucking terrible. Ah, <sighs> man. That was just the worst. Like, the whole thing was just terrible. And then we got a new E7. And she was shitty. Like, just were only worried about herself. Act like she cared and didn't. And it was just bad. I didn't I didn't like that shit, y'all. It was... <sighs> I'm just glad I got up out of there, man. Just glad I got up out of there. I want to say I made the right decision. Now, like I said, everybody's experience is different. So don't judge... Like, I threw on some good things, and I threw on some bad things. So don't think that I'm just being negative and shit like that. I'm being just extremely positive. No, I'm just giving you my experience on the good and the bad. You feel me? So, um, yeah, man, I'm going to go into, like, so when you take and leave, right? Take and leave, you know, you get your leave days, and you take them. You can take them if you got five. Even if you got one, you can take that day, but I would advise you not to. If you got five days... If you got 10 or less, I would advise you to save them. But if you got like 15 or more, I would say you can you can use them. And then once you get a certain amount, you get these use or lose days. Either you use them or you fucking lose them. Simple as that. Like, self-explanatory. You feel me? So, I had those at one point. And I didn't get to use them because my leave packet 
was denied for some reason. Those people ain't fucking me back and forth, stupid man. Nobody, no, and those people ain't like me. It was just I was too laid back, and they thought I ain't give a fuck, and, which is kind of true. I mean, I didn't, but they ain't really give me nothing to care about. Like it was just, it was just toxic. Like I said, I had a lot of fun at Fort Drum, and I didn't realize what I had until I left. All complaining about Fort Drum, and I get to somewhere that was just dysfunctional, horrible terrible leadership is ass and everything is just shit you gotta drive so far just to go just to get places and oh man that shit booty yo that dog shit um let me see you know you get some good you make some real good friends you know so you you will weed out the ones that's real you know how they say real recognize real but you you will y'all will see that and understand that and y'all was and you know this is like just everyday life shit this ain't just like military shit or whatever you know this is just everyday life shit real recognized real man and once you find those real people keep them in your circle now somebody start tripping and start acting up you could talk to them you know what i'm saying because them people them are supposed to be people that you could talk to as well if they start fucking up and vice versa but if you can't do that get their ass out of them man you don't need them you feel me keep all negativity keep all of the negativity out of your life as much as possible now i'm not gonna now i'm not gonna say and say that you can avoid complete negativity that's just impossible like but just avoid as much as you can man especially when it comes to relationships friendships and things like that leadership whatever predicament that you in man because that shit will harm your mental health always take care of your mental well, always remember nobody's gonna give a fuck about you more than you you feel me your corporation ain't gonna give a fuck about you and they ain't gonna take care of you the, the way you're gonna take care of yourself um don't nobody care man especially like in the army like in the army or whatever you feel me and i keep saying army instead of the military because i only know about the army because that's the only branch i was in for the whole five years that i was enlisted you know um but yeah man like the the issues that come with this army shit is more like i said it's it's people it's the people and like you know what i'm saying the army i got like a love-hate relationship with the army but like you know what i'm saying like it's not all bad it's not all good but the people are the ones though the people are the ones to make it like bad man like just like i said just a lot of a lot of negativity and people don't want to do what they want to do people don't want to work people are lazy as fuck or they just dumb as hell they ain't got no common sense common sense ain't too common because if it was everybody would have it and everybody obviously don't you feel me so it's just a lot of things that was just pissing me off like oh my god y'all just can't get right y'all can't get right that's listen nobody what you did you write them up you don't care like you know what i'm saying i was kind of like that too you know what I'm saying? i didn't care you know what i'm saying wrong for me i'm like shit this is whatever it's a piece of paper i ain't gonna fuck but then you know it's kind of like at some point you gotta just grow up you just gotta go the fuck up like it's, it's a lot of like kids man just like that haven't they haven't jumped off the porch like they they fresh they ain't never jumped off the porch you feel me and and they think they know everything like i remember i was watching this damn boosie um this boosie uh boosie badass ig live like it was a video that was on youtube man told his son he say just because you jumped off the porch don't make you know the ropes right and that's exactly how a lot of them feel they feel like just because they jumped off the porch they know the ropes you feel me and they don't and you get a lot of that and that shit is annoying nobody want to listen everybody want to be the chief 
You feel me? And, and, and it can't be like that. You know, there's there's no type of there's no sense of uh, balance. You feel me? Everything is just what they want to do, and that shit is high. It's it's very annoying. Um, but you know, I'm gonna get off of that, man. This is. Like I said, my, my second experience as far as, like, my second re-enlistment for the Army really made me, like, was one of the reasons why I got out. Excuse me. Was, like, the main reason why I got out. You know, it um it was that, the toxic leadership. I didn't want to go somewhere else and deal with, some, like, the same shit or something worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, gambling and shit. I got it. Like, I didn't want to gamble with that. You feel me? I wanted to do what the fuck I wanted to do so I can make more money because you know you had a when you in the army you had a certain capital you get promoted you know what i'm saying so you know what you can do certain things on the side while you in the army as well it's just sometimes it'll be hard for you to be attentive to your product or whatever you working on because you got to deal with a lot of army shit all the time especially in force steward everything is go 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 and that oh and that's another thing too i, I the reason why i got out shit was so dysfunctional i learned about shit Shit that supposed to been playing two weeks prior, I learned about it that day and probably five minutes prior. Like they had called me, Hey Martin, I need you to do this and this and this. Mind you, I just got off work, right? And I've been in my room for about 20 minutes. I worked early shift, I got to my room, I was in there for like 20 minutes and shit like that, probably a little long because I took off my shit, took a shower, or I'm about to get in the shower and I get that call. Hey, I need you to do this and this. I'm like, Yo, what the fuck? I just, why y'all didn't tell me this before? Oh, it just came up. That shit always, they always say that shit. Oh, it just came up. It just came up. Like, damn, like, everything just comes up, huh? Everything just comes up. Like, come on, man. Ain't much trying to hear that shit, yo. So, that, it was, it was bad, man. I, I'm like, man, this is some bullshit. I used to always say that shit. That's some bullshit. They don't never know nothing. Nothing. Like, that, they, this, the communication was off. Like, that's the biggest thing, communication. That shit was off, yo. Like, it was horrible horrible communication ain't nobody nobody knew how to speak like hey y'all just left fucking grammar school or something like y'all just left pk i don't know how to open your mouth like oh man then when you were nco you get in trouble for your soldiers i can't take that no more so if your soldiers in trouble you in trouble you gotta explain why they did what they did because you was you was you wasn't with them but you guys you gotta try to explain why they did what they did and you like man i don't fucking know they're grown ass man or woman you feel me i'm not up their ass all day long like i got shit i'm doing you know on my personal time i can't constantly keep up with them i call them i check up on them before we leave for work i tell them don't do no dumb shit they go do dumb they go do some dumb shit that's on them like you know so i ain't got nothing to do with that you feel me <sighs> man there's just a lot of things i was tied up into that and also too um I have another episode where I talk about I have probably a couple episodes I talk about military. I'm gonna try to have a guest on the show that can actually have a conversation with me so you can hear their side uh, on their experience of being in the military as well because you know like I said everybody's experience is different and we, I could probably give more insight on what they say and vice versa. So yeah, I'll most definitely be doing that again. I just need to get my guest and figure out which one of my like which one of the uh the army homies I wanna, you know, get up on my podcast, shit like that, you know. But, yeah, man, so like I said, that shit is just, uh, oh, man, it was, it was a hell of a journey, I can tell you that much, you know, I had to get up out of it, though, man, I always felt like 
like I was treated being treated like a little ass kid sometimes, and I'm a grown ass man. And it's like damn, and that sometimes you know more than 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 your leaders, or you're supposed to be leader. You feel me? Uh, or the ones that's been doing it longer than you, you could cook better than them. That shit be crazy. It's like damn, how you a whole NCO and you can't fucking cook, and you can't cook at all. They gonna warm with some bologna in the microwave and slap some egg on that motherfucker with a piece of with some bread. And, you know, like. And people swear but down they can cook in there too. Yeah, that should be crazy. They can't cook work for goddamn. But hey, I digress. Let me see. What else is on my notes here, man? What I wanted to talk about. It's a lot of things. I'm gonna like I said I could stretch this shit out, man. It's a lot that I can talk about, man. Um Oh, just the last thing. Um, getting out of the army, make sure you have a plan. Like I had a plan. I I wasn't able to execute it in full effect, but I did I, I did have a plan and I'm still working on that plan. Not working on the plan, but I'm executing the plan now. Um, but make sure you have things set up for when you get out of the um before you get out of the military and shit, man. And for when you get out and shit like that, transition to the civilian world. Make sure you save your fucking money so that way you ain't out here being a broke boy when you get out and you can chill for a little bit and you ain't gotta work as soon as you get out, you know what I'm saying? Also, even even if you do or if you don't want to work, fill out some job applications. How that shit filled out. You know what I'm saying? How that shit done for several jobs so that way you know, okay, I'll be getting this job when I get out. I can get right back into working when I get out. You know what I'm saying? And make sure y'all claim whatever you can on that VA. I probably have another episode I'm talking about that too. But make sure that you claim everything on your VA. Like everything, claim whatever you can, claim that motherfucker, man. Y'all, y'all, see what I'm talking about before y'all get out. Make sure you claim everything. And if you do need some help, hit me up on Anchor on Twitter, man. Hell, you can hit me up on Anchor, Anchor.fm slash Valentino, or hit me up on Twitter. You can DM me or whatever. You got some questions about the military and things like that, and I try to answer them to the best of my ability. Hit me up on Twitter at Mr. Underscore Flex a Lot One, Mr. Underscore Flex a Lot One. Or, or on IG, Von underscore Luciano, L-U-C-C-I-A-N-O, just in case you can't spell Luciano. Um, yeah, man, so to make sure y'all got a, a plan, and like, so I've been planning this shit since last year, April, and this is now December 30th, 2019, so that was April 2018, I was planning this shit, man, so I've been ready to get out, you feel me, I just, just it's just been a long time coming, I felt like it was time, and now I'm out. So I'm happy, you know. I just gotta get on the grind, and you know, what I'm saying, just not be lazy and just get to this money, man. This shit is endless out here. It's endless. You feel me? Um, but I applaud the ones that still serving, though. You feel me? Shout out to the ones that did serve, that still serving now, and that plan on serving in the future, man. Shout out to all y'all. You feel me? We all go through the same shit. You know what I'm saying? This life shit ain't hard, but you got to grind to what you really want, man. You got to grind for that shit and get it. You feel me? You got to get out here and get it. Like Lil Herb said, or like G Herbo said, I got off my ass and got on my way to a check. You got to do that, man. You got to get off your ass and get on your way to a check, man. You feel me? You got time to be broke. You feel me? So use your time to the best of your ability, man. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Shout out to everybody that came through and listened to this podcast. All the new listeners, all the old listeners, fucking you feel me? All the new and old supporters. 
Um, follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Mr. Underscore Flex a lot for new content for when I be streaming on now. Cause I'm once I get my best, I'll be back streaming soon enough. Um, also hit me up on Twitter if y'all got any questions for the podcast. If y'all like to be a guest on the podcast, hit me up on Twitter at Mr. Underscore Flex a lot one or send me a message on here on anchor.fm slash Von Luciano. Y'all can send me a message or whatever, and I, you know, put y'all a question or whatever it is inside this podcast, and I answer it to the best of my ability. Also, follow me on IG at Von underscore Luciano. That's V O N underscore L U C C I A N O. This, this podcast is also available on, um, on, uh, my bad. Uh, it's also available on anchor.fm slash Von Luciano, Spotify, um, Apple iTunes. Make sure. Make sure that y'all rate my rate this podcast five stars on iTunes to help this podcast grow. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Share this content. Share it as much as you can. Shout out to, oh, I've been looking at the algorithm as well. Shout out to people that's in France that's listening to the podcast, man. I appreciate all my supporters for real, for real. I'm trying to make this shit big, man. I'm trying to get to this money, man. I'm trying to help people, man. You feel me? I'm, listen, I know what I need to do. I know what I got to do. And the same do you. And if you don't know, talk to somebody. <laughs> Um, let me see, what else, did I miss anything? Um, oh yeah, this is the last episode of the decade. I do apologize for my inconsistencies. Um, like I said, it's the last Monday of the decade. Let's see what 2020 got in store for us. All positive energy, man, just be on the grind and work hard. You feel me? So, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and end this shit. Uh, like I said, I appreciate everybody for coming through and listening. Share, share, share. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Appreciate all the supporters. Uh, also, too, one more thing. If y'all do want to financially support me, y'all can support. Um, y'all can donate or subscribe via website on anchor.fm. Y'all know there's different prices up there. It's like $4.99 uh, and other prices like that. $9.99 and shit like that. So y'all want to support me that way, y'all can as well. Um, yeah, man. You know, we gotta pay our bills out here. You feel me? So, that being said, appreciate y'all for coming through. Thank you so much. This has been episode 21 of Von Talks Podcast here with Von Luciano. Peace, y'all.